0: Ready in I mean, Cinco, Quattro, oh. Trace. Dose. <laughs> what a bad accent.
1: Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs hidden
1: wrongs at. Raising kids cleaning shits need a long nap. Where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at. Where my mom's at podcast.
0: With Christina and J. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm so pumped. Listen, let me plug some shit first. October 7th, one night in Las Vegas, one night only, the Summit Showroom at the Venetian Resort. And that is it, kiddos. So get your tickets now. They're going fast. I added a show in Short Like Titties, Poo at Wise Guys. I added an early Saturday show for the moms out there at 4 p.m. on a fucking Saturday. That's, that's the deal man and then Comedy Club on state in Madison Wisconsin, at the end of October get your tickets christinapionline.com buy my lipstick if you haven't already and I'm so pumped you know I don't get to see we put back the other sheet mommy I don't get to see many um, up and coming comics because I'm here in Austin so with me is Jesse Jetski Johnson
2: <laughs> thank you so much for having me
0: I'm so pumped. Chase O'Donnell told me about you, and I just love your whole vibe. I love your energy. I love... I love any female comic that goes for it and goes for the jokes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm not about this apathetic shit of, like, <laughs> get blowjobs. Like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Tell the joke. So I'm just so, I love you. I think you're great.
2: Likewise. I, I love Chase, too. She's my friend in L.A. we done some shows together. and Yeah. yeah and she So she opens for you. And, yes. And then I've been oh, yeah. with bad friends. And, and Santino, like, he's... She had to put a good word in here, oh, too. And- Santino. <laughs> oh, Santino. Oh, love to death. The yeah. Red
0: Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. How's that son of a bitch doing? I love you. So you're from Arizona, which is like the weirdest place to be from. Why? <laughs> well, because I feel like the desert makes people crazy. Like-
2: yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people do drugs out there. Yes. Yeah.
0: We're part of Arizona.
2: Mostly Phoenix, like the big Oof, city.
0: Big crazy town.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. I lived it. I lived all over, though. So my parents are divorced and they both moved a lot. So oh, I was just yeah. like
0: every city I've been there. That's why you're a comic. Perfect. You're going to yeah. be very successful then. As a comic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you need. Traumatic childhood, not feeling like you fit it anywhere. Um, do you believe in the aliens? What's going on?
2: Well, when I did a lot of drugs in Arizona, I really believed in them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Like reptilian shapeshifters and
0: all oh, that. For sure. So, so when you were on drugs, you believed more in the reptilian. Sure. Sure. What kind of drugs were you taking?
2: A lot of psychedelics, yeah. And, uh, let's cocaine.
0: talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And I'm a trumpet player.
0: A trumpet player, yeah.
2: So I went to school for trumpet playing,
0: oh uh, my God.
2: for like to become a music teacher. Uh, this was pre stand up.
0: Wow. B.S. And trumpet players are crazy shit too, because that's a very loud, weird instrument. Like drum drummers too are crazy.
2: Do you play an instrument?
0: I wish. I, mean, I play the didgeridoo. That's awesome. <laughs> I swear to god. I can see you like thing I can do. Is uh, I learned it I learned in the 90s in Australia. Um I actually and then that's like the only I'm just not I'm not very musical. I like listening to it. Well, we I, got I a band. Like I know. I'll didgeridoo <laughs> and you can trumpet. What a great band that would be. Yeah. Nobody would pay to see that shit.
2: No, nah, it's just for us.
0: <laughs> just for us. Okay, so you're you're a young pup. You're you're out there dating. Are you dating? Nah. No, I
2: got out of a like a four and a half year relationship, and then went on the tour, and I was living with him and four other guys in Oof. Hollywood. Now I live by myself, and I'm just working so much. Yeah, uh, I don't feel like I have time to date, and where do you? I don't know where to even meet people. I know, I'm not gonna meet them at a comedy club.
0: <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that, yeah, I met my husband at a at a comedy room like a million years ago, so I don't know. I guess I would date audience members if I had. I don't know. Like, what do you do? People are so nuts right now, too. I just, like,
2: I don't want to put the work in. Yeah. I know. I got to put myself out there at some point, but I just have no interest right now.
0: No, I don't blame you. You just got to have a four year relationship and you lived with, like, four other dudes.
2: Yeah. That's yep. terrible. They're all comics. It's oh like, my God. it's fun. Like, that it happened now that it's not real anymore. (laughs) You know?
0: (laughs) This is so funny. So everybody's like, why aren't there more female comics? It's like, because you have to do crazy shit like this. Yeah,
2: you got to put up with a lot. And the male comics do, too. It's like, all comics have to, but...
0: (laughs) It's like, what woman is damaged enough to put up with (laughs) the fucking abuse of stand-up? It's true. And most, most women are, you know, they have a a sense of self-esteem not to not that that look it takes this recklessness to get into this business and just to have the staying power so you know shit i stayed in a million cum covered condos and (laughs) did everything i had to to fucking get here so i get it homie i get it i get it so do you do a podcast too are you podcasting what are you doing
2: no i'm just guesting on stuff i can't Uh believe i'm here and then i yes um this a while back i was on a on a Monday, and not only did an episode of Bad Friends come out, but I was also a guest on Kill Tony. Oh my gosh! And now I'm here, and I just it feels cool, like working with all you guys and being oh. on these big platforms. And eventually, I'll start my own. But
0: good, you should. You're very funny, Jesse. You oh, should okay. do it. And we need we need ladies, okay. But most importantly, let's talk about some alien shit. You like the aliens? I love it. I think it's fascinating. I do too. And and uh, I don't know if you saw the the recent big Mexican reveal. <laughs> the cake. <game. laughs> Yeah. The the bodies, they showed they exhumed um alien corpses um from Mexico and but the, the people are like this is fake, this isn't real cuz uh, I guess in 2017 they um said that they're alien bodies but they were like put together with different parts of different corpses, like different bones and shit like a femur from one thing a llama's head. But now they're saying this could be real. Let's well let's take a look at this um alien theory.
1: You will I begin see. to see situations ...of inferior craft, mm-hmm. not real UFOs, <gasps> inferior craft, that will they will say, we don't know what this is, but they know good and well what it is. Mm.
2: Who is this And thing? you'll see
1: that these things are going to be... The government. ...shooting at ships and... Jesse. When did that happen? ...appearance that they might be attacking a military base. That gives them the authority now to come to the American people and say, hey, we're rerouting $20 trillion 20 to this trillion. Space Force because we know we need it now. yes because we got to stop these aliens from killing us and attacking our bases. You see now, how does that make them money? Well, the government got smart. That's right. They stopped doing all the, all the inventions and all yep. the technology themselves because once they develop the technology themselves,
0: Get it Jesse. They had to Watch give you the FOIA, going.
1: the Freedom of Information Act where you can pull down the records and see exactly what they're doing. So now, they subcontracted out all the work to Lockheed Martin, Skunk Works, Works. All these places, right? <sighs> Northrop Grumman. So you can't see what the hell's going on. You have no Thank clue. Thank you, Billy Carson. It. I'm here to tell you the technology is 300 oh. years ahead of whatever you can dream of. Whoa. 300. Not 40, not 50, not 100. 300. 300 whatever you can think, whatever you can imagine in your mind, God. whatever you can contract Damn and it. think based on whatever sci-fi movie you saw before, I'm here to tell you it already exists.
0: It already exists. It oh, that's it awesome. Is this, his name is Billy Carson, right? When you look at it, I'm pretty sure. I just went down the TikTok rabbit hole of this guy. Is that his name? Will you just check for me? I want to give him credit. So I'm big into the alien stuff right now. There was a July 26 hearing in Congress. I don't know if you saw this. David Grush is a big whistleblower.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I saw this.
0: You did? Okay. Yeah. He said that the aliens are real that the government has these crafts and we've reverse engineered things and there's these dark programs that the go- the Congress doesn't even know about. And now this guy is concurrent. This guy does all kinds of, he's always into the Anunnaki or the Anunnaki, this ancient civilization. Oh, with the,
2: are they were involved with the Akashic Records? Of course. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm connecting dots the- <laughs> Yeah, Billy Carson. This guy's actually really fucking smart and I, I don't know what he's saying half the time, but I know he sounds smart. So what do you think? Why why now? Why is why are the, why is the government telling us about the aliens now? What do you think? Well,
2: I think Hillary Clinton's a reptilian shapeshifter easily, and I think she's currently Joe Biden easily, and then she's they're getting us used to aliens so she can rip the mask off and be like, "I'm the first female president." Whoa! <laughs> Fuck You guys, I did
0: it the whole time. <laughs> Woo! You heard it here first. A WMMA exclusive. That's my theory. A reptilian. Now, there, there is a thought belief. There is someone out there I saw on TikTok who thinks that Elon Musk is, is now possessed by aliens. Because you've noticed a recent glow up in his demeanor. That he is possessed by aliens.
2: What is his glow up? Like he's got a pep in his step?
0: or Yes. And they <laughs> believe that he's been taken over by alien consciousness right now. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look at him back then. Bald, sad, pathetic, fat. What's he look like now? He's hot as shit. He's got that hair.
2: You don't think it's got anything to do with that Twitter money?
0: I know, right? (laughs) Twitter money does fucking help. Look at him. Oh, my. It's amazing what hair does. It's Yeah. I'm going to get some plugs. Oh, will you? Yeah, I just want to keep growing it. (laughs) Aren't you glad? I mean, women do go bald, but it is rare. I'm so happy that that's like one thing I don't have to contend with is baldness.
2: Yeah, it's much harder for women.
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. Have like a
2: William Montgomery haircut. Oh, my God.
0: Can you imagine? <laughs> it's not good. It's no bueno. So she's a shapeshifter, reptilian, definitely.
2: They do you think the aliens are good or bad? Because I, I like to believe they're, they're here to like, uh, help us.
0: I think so, too, because... Listen, if uh, if they wanted to destroy us, they could have done it long ago.
2: Yeah, they could have done it.
0: They could have done it, and why <laughs> wouldn't they? If they're so superior, which they are, my new alien overlords, I welcome you. But they're not. Uh, they're not. I don't think they're by nature nefarious because they would have smoked us long ago.
2: And it doesn't change anything. No, we still got to like drive and I know pay bills. And-
0: but they're saying with the technology, the alien technology that we've reversed engineered, that actually we could use that technology and not have to do any of that cool stuff like driving anymore or, or paying power bills. So that's why we're not using the technology because the government wants us to, you know, keep paying and stuff. Well, yeah, because we
2: have all that sweet oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not getting rid of that oil.
0: We're not getting rid of that oil. <laughs> no no shit. So are you a fan of the TikTok, Jesse?
2: I scroll on it sometimes, but I I was kind of hoping you would show me some TikToks oh, today.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy to hear this. Let's play some TikTok clips for my good friend, jesse jets why are they calling you ski?
2: just sounds like my name jesse and then andrew gave me the name juicy which i don't like that one as much that's gross <laughs> yeah thank you
0: you. you think of pussies or something
2: yeah he's like it's not sexual I was like <laughs> yeah, he calls me juice now
0: juice. <laughs> so stupid. juice okay pause for a second let me set this clip up um have you ever been around babies not much not much, yeah. And so when I had a child, my first kid, I hadn't even held a newborn.
2: Whoa. Yeah.
0: Never changed a diaper, never did anything. And I had no idea what I was getting into. I want you to watch this. This is what it's like to have a day in the life, actually a night in the life, of what it is to have a newborn. And, and I know you're not you're not married, you don't have any kids yet. Just see how this makes you feel. Okay, 2.17 a.m. She's breast pumping. <laughs> changing diapers, baby's crying 227 laying down burping feeding burping 230 dad looks <laughs> ignores goes right back to sleep that's about right 246 you gotta change the baby again because it's just shit dad's like what's this fucking racket bitch <laughs> she's got an angry face she's trying to hold it together again with pumping 3 10 a.m up again walking the baby 3:27. It's the same thing, and you gotta change the baby because the baby ate. I mean, it is. This is what it's like to have a baby. 6:34. She's like, "Kill me. I want to die." She's in the fridge. She's pouring extra breast milk she's got left over.
2: She looks miserable. Yeah, it's misery.
0: <laughs> Where's dad? Oh, he's sleeping. 6:49 a.m. No, I mean we don't know if it's his kid. Nah, he's checking his phone. 7:47. Cool. That's it. That was five hours in the life of a newborn. And you had two? Yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> just kidding. I'm a fucking idiot. This is isn't that I mean, the sleep deprivation, you'd go through this for months just like that. And then yeah, it's gnarly. Were you
2: doing shows too when you had newborns?
0: Mm, God, yeah. Isn't that weird? So-
2: that's awesome to me. I want to have kids Oof. someday, but it's like, I, I need, I need to be more
0: successful first. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And then, yeah, 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 then yeah.
2: find a partner and then sure. <laughs> and then I'll have some kids. And <laughs> hire
0: a night nurse. So the first one I was like, I don't want a night nurse. I'm just going to do it all myself. And then it's just, you get delusional and psychotic. It's fucking crazy.
2: Yeah. If you work as hard as you do, you need help. You like, do need help. Yeah, yeah. I. That's, that's crazy. That doesn't look like fun, but I oh, I bet horrible. it gets more fun as they get older. Yeah. And then,
0: um, Just so you know, I don't want to scare any women that are pregnant right now. But yeah, just so you know, the first fucking year is rough. The first six months, you're going to want to die. And then if you have two kids, oh my God, you'll have like a toddler and a newborn. And for a minute there, you'll be like, what have I done in my life? But then the good news is by the time they are four and five, it's like the best. Then it gets really, really fun. But yeah, it's like years of your life are just... (sighs) Suck down a toilet—it's pretty crazy, dude.
2: That is crazy. My mom told me she had postpartum after I was born. You did? Oh my god! And to get try to get out of it, my dad took a took the family to Disneyland, and my mom has told me she was just like the most depressed in her life at Disneyland. (laughs) Oh. It didn't really work.
0: That's so dark, too.
2: Yeah, everyone just singing and laughing around you,
0: and you're just like, I want to die. <laughs> Were you an only child?
2: No, I have an older sister.
0: Oh, so this was her second time around.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I caused the depression and the divorce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I came in hot. Yeah, that's good that she did. She tell you that like she was like, you're the reason. No, no, oh.
2: <laughs> she would never. I just knew. You sensed it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I sat him down at six years old. I was like, this isn't working. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here?
0: Is that when they divorced when you were six? Yeah, my sister Ooh. was 12.
2: So I, I was like, yeah, cool. Whatever you guys want to do. Like, I don't care. My sister was pretty upset.
0: Yeah, because she had 12 years of that good, that sweet life. Yeah. Did they hate each other? Like, were they fighting and stuff? I,
2: I don't remember, but they've always stayed friends like and they lived close to each other while we grew up so that they could co-parent well and
0: Oh, that's nice.
2: Yeah, it was a good situation. It's always going to be like rocky I think in any family but yeah, they they tried their best.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you like your dad?
2: I love my dad. He's good. He's really good. He's a he is a drummer and he's retired now. Like so he's a drummer and then when my mom got pregnant with my sister, he went to engineering school, got his what? degree in engineering, became over the span of what, 40 years. 30 years, a rocket scientist, you know, worked his way up the corporate ladder and, um, but stayed playing in drums and Irish rock bands the whole time. And now he's retired and has joined a new band. What? Like in his 60s, late 60s. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. He's
2: like taught me, you know, never give up on your dream. Like I learned that from him.
0: It's amazing. Irish rock band. Very specific. Very.
2: I mean, him and my stepmom got married at the Renaissance Festival. They're like, they're like so weird.
0: That is fucking terrible. I, I, wow.
2: Yeah. The Wait. king and queen had a joust in their honor. But why
0: Why just Irish? Like, I only know one band is, like, Flogging Molly. Is that the band he was in?
2: <laughs> no. I mean, his band was called the Celtic Cowboys. And now he's in a band. I think they're called Twitha D. It's T-H-U-A-T-H-A space D-E-A. <laughs>
0: I don't he, know. It's he, like
2: a Celtic thing.
0: Is he Irish? Is that why he's into all this stuff?
2: He loves Ireland and Celtic. Okay. Um, I, I grew up he Wiccan with that side of my family. I'm sorry, Wiccan.
0: <laughs> How much time do we have on the show? I feel like this is like
2: I don't know what's weirder, Wiccan or Catholicism.
0: Wiccan. <laughs> I love Wiccans. I love it. It was I'm weird growing fucking up with it. Wiccan. Okay, so who? So it's like very medieval, like. So sorry, who was Wiccan? Your mom or your dad? My dad. He's that's very rare. Usually the women are Wiccan. I know. Male witches, very rare.
2: My mom is very, like, all my business side I learned from my mom. She's a very, like, smart, practical businesswoman, like, and very, like, in touch with the times, like, she she got, like, high-speed internet immediately and my dad was still getting the AOL
0: five-hour free She's an early adapter, as they say. (laughs) And your dad was into Wiccan Celtic rock. (laughs) Walking. Did he light candles and cast spells? And oh stuff? yeah,
2: yeah, that we we do spells like uh and, and just like but it was always like positive and like sure. out of love and white
0: it, white magic as they say. So. Yeah,
2: we're good witches. You're good witches. But some people get scared when they hear that. That's why I kind of oh, timidly brought it up because
0: I don't get scared. Look, I don't you don't think I dabbled in Wicca when I was a teenager? <laughs> of course, darling, I'm dark as shit. <laughs> No, I was, I was uh, when I was 13, I started reading about witchcraft and Wicca and white magic. And I would hang out at the Psychic Eye bookshop and, you know, in yeah. Los Angeles and get my tarot cards. And I love witchy stuff. Oh,
2: that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, some people just, they don't know it. So it's really hard to talk about because they don't oh. know anything about it. But yeah, that's oh. basically what I was
0: doing too at 13. Yeah. And I collect my menstrual blood every circle <laughs> and I put it in containers and I spray the plants around the house with it.
2: Okay. Well, that I still do.
0: Yeah, (laughs) everybody who doesn't do that. (laughs) Duh. What are you, you,
2: stupid? Just wasting it every month.
0: Um, No, well, Wicca, wasn't Wicca the precursor, like, paganism and all that, to Catholicism, Christianity, all the great, you know, religions. People just forgot, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But also, yeah, it's just spirituality. People think witchcraft is, like, doing, like, voodoo spells on people, I think. I don't think that's...
2: No, no. I watch The Craft. I don't do dark magic. That's dark
0: magic, guys. <laughs> yeah. We don't practice that kind. <laughs> now everyone thinks that's what goths are into. We don't. We don't practice dark magic. Now is he still into Wicca?
2: I think so. I'm not. I, I don't know how much they're still like practicing. He's so funny being retired. He just like works on his lawn and it plays in oh. that band. And he's like, I've just you know, I'm retired now and I'm busier than I was before. <laughs>
0: that's cute. It means shit. you got a good brain on you because if he's an engineer and a musician and your mom was your mom so my mom worked um
2: at this like office retailing uh place where you know she would kind of do blueprints for offices and like sales it's basically sales and good. so she kept up all these relationships with people over time and she knows how to negotiate really well and she's just like very smart with that kind of like numbers and um so i learned a lot creatively i think for my dad and like the logistics for my mom and all that's kind of helped with stand-up oh for sure it's such a business now
0: i know it's like it's... you just
2: grind for years and then when you start headlining and i it feels like you just become a business in a way
0: almost oh, definitely and I, I you know i know so many really funny comedians who haven't popped yet and you're like well what's what's going on and some of it is an unwillingness to adapt to the business, right? Yeah. Like, uh, and I think that it, that's what applies in any in in any business. You you must be on social media. You must be on Instagram. You must do all these things. Otherwise, you will die. Adapt or die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's a lovely. The good side is that like, you don't have to wait to be chosen anymore. I mean, back in the eighties, the nineties, and even in the early two thousands, it was like you had to get chosen by Comedy Central. Or the Tonight Show had to book you to get a late night spot. And if that one booker doesn't like you, now you're screwed until that guy gets fired in a decade or whatever. And the new guy comes in and heal it. It's just terrible.
2: It's crazy. Yeah, you can you can do it yourself. But I've, I've been lucky too. I think the comics have more control now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because
2: like you bring me on absolutely. your platform is huge. And then with Bad Friends and Kill Tony, like these guys, like all these comics absolutely. have like lifted me up.
0: That's the And that's the name of the game. And then when you get your platform, you're going to reach your hand down and help the nah. next person. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm it off.
0: Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Wiccans don't help. I understand. No
2: guests on but my podcast. But
0: that's like the fun part is like, you know, I, I, I don't know. Jason like and I were stuff. talking about
2: that, how the we're fun. both openers and we're like, someday we're going to have our own openers.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's the fun of it. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because, I've, I don't know, I struggle with like, feminism and stuff because everybody's like men are fucking evil and the toxic masculinity and i'm like you know especially being in a male dominant business it's the men that have helped the most that yeah. that go it's the, the guys that are way up here that have always been like gosh you're funny you should really do this and this and that or, or whatever so i have i have much gratitude and love for the men in this business i mean that's yeah. my story i don't know i don't know unless you were re- by Bill Cosby or <laughs> Nah,
2: I never got to meet. You him. Never got
0: right, yeah, <laughs> by Bill Cosby.
2: I wanted to be part of that legacy. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> I know, but then uh, there's so many great, uh, good guys like Santino who's helping in. Um, oh, I know Tony and all those guys. It's good.
2: It's really good. It, yeah, it lifted me up. And Annie, Annie Letterman's helped me a lot She's too. She's great. Yeah. But like Jesselnick like, took me on the road, Aww. and I remember I I headlined my first club. Like I'd been doing bars and wineries and shit like that, but I was Ontario Improv, and I. I headlined it, and the next day I was featuring for Jesselnick. and I go back there, thinking I'm doing 15 minutes or something. He goes, you good with 30? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then sure. I like
2: left the green room, and I'm like going over everything. And I thank God I had that headlining set the day before because I just ran a long set. I know. But you know, when you're starting, you don't get long sets.
0: No. And then he's
2: like such a sharp writer that I'm like, 30 minutes? But then I, he kept putting me up, so I I – I was, like, probably six months working, featuring for him, and my writing got so tight. Oh, yeah. And
0: Oh, he's an excellent writer. He's, he's so good. Excellent joke crafter. Yeah. My goodness. And the delivery. He's just such a stone-cold gangster, you know. He's so funny.
2: He can, like, cut the room. and Like, he can, like, explode the room, I mean, with three words. Oh. Like, it's crazy to watch.
0: It's funny. I was just talking to Tom about those days of featuring. Like, I was in Denver, and I called him, and I was like, remember those days when <sighs> you're somebody's opener, And you just bomb the night before, and you're like, "What am I gonna do tonight to redeem myself?" And you're just like sweating bullets all. You just have anxiety all day about those thirty minutes of sage time. You're like, "I I don't know how to do this. What do I open with? What do I close? Am I gonna bomb? Am I gonna? Oh, just, just. I would have diarrhea just." all day
2: (laughs) yeah that's so funny you say that i feel like as i've gone on this tour we went on like a three month tour and like i'm headlining now and i've really figured out my digestive system because i just didn't want to be like shitting right in the green room before i go up it's it took a while though i got i would get so sick before going on stage
0: oh yeah. yeah did you puke
2: no but i would feel like wanting to puke yeah. But now I'm excited. I'm genu- I'm genuinely excited. I think I've found a way to convert all that anxiety into like excitement. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I had diarrhea for um literally diarrhea for like seven years. Just like, <laughs> That's so I, funny,
2: I know what you mean. Yeah. But also if I when I that was happening, if I didn't do stand up for a few days, <laughs> I would get like backed up. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because your system doesn't know how to not panic shit.
2: I've never talked to anybody about this.
0: Oh, welcome to my show. (laughs) You want to talk about shitting? (laughs) Yeah, it's the adrenaline. And and I remember, like, I would get those adrenaline shits. And then, yeah, I'd be backed up for, like, two or three days after. Because you're like, oh, yeah, I did stand up on Monday. That's why I haven't shit since then. It's Thursday.
2: It's so funny. But
0: then a weird thing happens. Like, around year 10, I calm the fuck down. And then by year 15, I'm like, I could take a nap before I go up. And now the only time I get nervous is if I'm filming something. Like if it's a Netflix thing, or even then, now I'm not so much nervous, but more like I have to get this right. I got shit that joke and that, you know? Like, yeah. so it, it does go away. Just, you know, there's hope That's for your so battles. I'm
2: like 11 years in and I, I oh, do. It's a good time. It, I felt like the same thing, like right, well, maybe a little more towards like a March, it was 11 years. So it's right around in this tour this year. And like, I don't get that feeling before I go on stage. Yeah, I'm not going to go blow spot. up the green room. Like, <laughs> I'm like, don't you cool shit down. in the
0: green room. You can't shit in the green room. Not if it's, unless it's yours. Uh, yeah. That's a good spot to be in. I like that time. 10, 11 years is like, I can't wait
2: till 15 and after like, <sighs> yeah, that, I'm glad you so said that. Better. Yeah.
0: Well, cause now I'm like 20 years and now so I cool. know, like I know how to write. I don't have to, I'd still try the jokes, but I'm pretty much no, more or less, like I have a 90% like, oh, it's gonna fly. That mile, yeah, 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 yeah. I can say that. And then you also know what you can't sell which I think is really important as a comic, too. Yeah. Because my husband can get away with saying things that I cannot simply because we are in this blonde yeah. meat vessel. You know, <laughs> like, I, I'm just in a different meat vessel. I can't get away with the things my husband can because he's in his meat vessel. And, and the black comic can say what he wants because he's in his meat vessel and so forth and so on. And yeah. society has just different rules for people. And once you go, oh, okay, I'm, I'm the white blonde girl. Here's what I can get away with. Yeah, but we get away with so much. It's <laughs> so, so fun. So much, so much. Yeah. I've said some crazy shit, crazy shit on Netflix. Nobody, uh, don't go looking for it. But I'm just saying like the shit that I can say. Yeah. Because they're like, what's this stupid little blonde girl? What does she think? It's unassuming. And yeah. She's a dummy. She doesn't have any power. I'm like, you're right. I don't. (laughs) I'm just here. I'm just a cum guzzler. Let's look at some TikToks. Let's see what we got. I want to show Jessie what she has to look forward to. But you should definitely get your career straight first before you have kids. This one's good. Why is he like that? Because <laughs> it was cold. I, I
1: didn't have a blanket. And he don't move.
0: See, he don't move. Yet. He don't Ooh. move. He, he don't go, he don't he <laughs> He's like, like a kangaroo. <laughs> isn't that great? So for those of you just listening, the dad is passed out with a newborn on his stomach, and he tucked the newborn into his underwear, which is actually brilliant. Like... Don't take my word for it, moms. I'll get, you know, I don't want to take responsibility for this. But I had a great breastfeeding doula or whatever. And she said, yeah, you can tie the newborn to your chest. You take like a, one of those long swaddles and you just tie the newborn and you lay on your back like he is. And they can <laughs> chill. They don't fall. But every, the big fear is that you're going to roll over and, and squash your baby, which I know that happens. So like I said, <laughs> don't fucking take my word for it. But I'm just hanging.
1: Wait, so th- is this a dad hack
0: then? This is a dad hack. Yeah, he figured this shit out. Stuff that baby in the chonies, bro. I'd probably do that. My
2: dog sleeps in my bed and Aww. sometimes I'll roll on her and she barks at
0: me. <laughs> uh, what kind of dog do you have?
2: Half great day and half cattle dog. That's a big ass dog. Yeah, she's like 70 pounds. But. I never had a big dog before, but I really like having one. It's, she's great. She's really well behaved. And,
0: wow. Yeah. You know what my dad used to say? Big dog makes big shit. Yeah, huge. Yeah. <laughs> bigger than
2: mine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the that that would be my only drawback?
2: Yeah, but she's worth it. She's
0: worth it. Yeah. What about when she gets diarrhea? Do you still feel that way?
2: Yeah, but uh, like if I pick it up with the poop bag, it's like I just kind of take what I can and <laughs> leave the
0: rest. But has she ever had diarrhea in your house in the middle of the night? No, or never. Never in the middle of the night.
2: No, maybe when she was a puppy. She never really had diarrhea though, but mm. she she did. It, was, it took a while, to potty her.
0: Yeah.
2: But she's good now.
0: Because uh, Bitsy, my old, my, well, she's still alive, but she's with my mother-in-law because my kid's allergic. But uh, this dog will get diarrhea, like, all the time, bro. Like, <laughs> fucking middle of the night, diarrhea. Is it going
2: on stage or something?
0: <laughs> <laughs> she had a big show at the Laugh Factory. It was her first time hosting the Friday show. Um, yeah, so she would shit, like, every hour. Oh, my God. It was horrible. Uh, oh, did she you do, like, shiver. a diaper
2: or something?
0: Dude. Oh, I should have. How did I think about it? I don't know. <laughs> like, My sister
2: has a diaper on her dog, but it's just huh. for pee.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. They do that for pee-pee. Yeah. Wait, how old is the dog?
2: He's like four, but he, this dog's so fucked up. He, She found him on the sh- in, in the street. Like a car accident happened, and this dog oh. ran up, and the other dog he was with that had gotten killed. And so she took this dog in, and he, he was covered in ticks, oh. and they like removed all of them. But now this dog is like traumatized like he's yeah <laughs> it's just like crazy. he's got like his eyes look crazy and they they're like yellow like yeah. wolf eyes he's really sweet but he um he's like a jekyll hyde thing
0: yeah those are the best kind though yeah those rescues that have been super traumatized those but, are my favorites
2: yeah he's and he's really cute but he he will like freak out and he also he just pees a lot sometimes there's so only like three or four but he wears the diaper around yeah yeah
0: let he gets his period, too. <laughs> Jesse Jetski Johnson, thank you so much. Do you have anything you want to promote? Um, just my headlining shows. Everything's at jetskijohnson.com. I love that. I'm so Thanks happy you me. came. Yeah, you're just a delight. And I, I love your bracelets, too. I Oh, oh I took mine off. I had one made, too, that says Fart Heart. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. What do you say? Jet ski,
2: you somebody made it for me on the tour, offended. Oh. And I don't know who it was, but I like wearing them,
0: yeah, those are really cute. Thanks, I love you. I hope much continued success. I'm so I'm so pumped this crop of, uh, female comics that's coming up is so fucking cool. You and Sarah Weinshank and Kim Congnan and Chase O'Donnell. It's just it's lovely. I'm sure I'm forgetting. Ali um, Bukowski she's oh, in town. She gets yeah. here in a few days. Yeah, she's great, man. It's yeah. just such a good crop of of female comics. It's gonna be an exciting like 20, 30 <laughs> years when everybody is saying cool shit. All right, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, subscribe to the show. And until next time, stay stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my my mom's at, where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs
1: at, raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap, where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at,
0: where my mom's at podcast, with Christina P.